Welcome to Skin Deep here on Sirius XM Radio Channel 141 HUR Voices. I'm your host, Sharon Morton, and I have my guest co-host, Renee Butler, on the show with me. Renee is a brilliant businesswoman and my Black Door Society sister and my Alpha Kappa Alpha Soror. Hey, Renee. Hey, Sharon. Thank you for having me. Of course, of course. Listen, folks, Renee is going to help me welcome our dynamic guest, Miss Tosh Ernest. She's the head of wealth for the Advancing Black Pathways program at J.P. Morgan Chase Bank. You're going to want to stay tuned, especially if you're a black business owner. You know, here on Skin Deep, we're all about leveling the playing field, especially when it comes to racial and economic disparities. We've talked about this many times before, and we're excited to be talking about it again with this genius young black woman, Tosh Ernest. Right, Renee? Yes, I'm so excited. So as always, I like to say we're going to be doing more than just scratching the surface. Here on Skin Deep, we're talking all about being empowered and economically successful. And by the way, if you want to reach out, email me at skindeepradioshow at gmail.com. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with information you just can't afford to miss here on Skin Deep. Founded in 2017, Gold Grinders, Inc. is a 501c3 organization committed to the development of young adults from teaching entrepreneurship and leadership to STEM preparation and financial literacy, all in an effort to encourage and empower our youth, helping them see and fulfill their true potential. We're currently fundraising to support our STEM on the Beach and mentoring program. And it's because of our innovative programming, we're able to expose students to an array of career and development opportunities, cultivating their trajectory for success in school and community. It's because of your donations, fundraisers, and community involvement that we are able to collectively change the lives of so many of the families and youth we reach. And yes, your donations are tax deductible. Visit us and donate at our website, goldgrinders.org. That's G-O-L-G-R-I-N-D-E-R-S dot org. When was the last time you wore your joy or your style made you feel free? We believe that everyone can find joy and freedom in their style. Zoe and Lowe is an online fashion marketplace and incubator for It Factor brands. Our style check boxes, whether trendy, classic, eco-friendly, black-owned or local, we have something for everyone's favorite shopping niche. For Sirius XM listeners, Zoe and Lowe is offering 20% off of all purchases using code SKINDEEP. Connect with a style coach at Zoe and Lowe to guide you through integrating pieces into this season's wardrobe, event styling, or gifting. Or shop with us at www.zoeandlow.com. Follow us on social media at Zoe and Low. 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 And welcome back to Skin Deep here on Sirius XM Radio Channel 141 HUR Voices. As I mentioned before the break, I have my lovely guest co-host Renee Butler on with me, helping to interview the one and only Tosh Ernest, who is a dynamic Black woman. She is the head of wealth for the Advancing Black Pathways program at J.P. Morgan Chase Bank. Welcome to Skin Deep, Tosh. Thank you so much for having me. We're excited and we can't wait to get this party started because we know that you are out here trying to help 
level the playing field by heading up the you know wealth at JP Morgan Chase Bank. You're actually heading up this whole program. So we can't um, begin to tell you how happy we are that you have taken this path. And that's one of the things that I want to ask you. What inspired you to take the path of entrepreneurship as a focus area? Because, you know, everybody has a story. We want to know what's your story, Tosh? Yes. Well, as you can hear, um, and I'm sure you guys have played this game before, but we're going to play two truths and a lie. Okay. So the first one is I'm British. The second one is that I grew up in a hotel. And <laughs> the third one is I am a princess. Ah. Okay. <laughs> I don't think I... So few princesses in the world, <laughs> I'm going to confess that I'm not a princess. I'm not a princess. But I okay. did grow up in a hotel. Um, and my parents owned a hotel uh, until they didn't. And as a child, when I was about four years old, it was difficult to understand what had happened. One day their business was thriving and the next we had moved into the poorest neighborhood in the city. And I mean poor, we all slept in the same bed. It was like, it was like a studio apartment with my mom, my dad and my three siblings, all of us. Um, and we were pulled out of our school, breakneck speed, away from all our friends. We could barely make ends meet. So now that I'm older, um, I understand that it wasn't all that it seemed. That thriving sales business that they had just didn't correlate to having enough cash to pay their overheads because they were trying to expand to a new location. Now they had to pay all the expansion stuff. They had to cover the broken core equipment. All of this could have been surmountable, again, um, except the market crashed in that same year. And so there were no loans to be found for any of these things. So when all these things collide in the same year, it means no home, no savings, no college funds, no inheritance, no getting ahead. And so for my parents, their punishment for daring to dream to get ahead was actually being left behind. Mm. Um, you know, so I say parents, well, one parent funded by having a regular job and the other one somewhat mismanaged. So <laughs> when I say I care deeply about women in particular owning their own businesses and having access to their own money, married or not, I mean it. This isn't just a job. It's personal. Yeah. Uh, black women are the fastest growing demographic of entrepreneurs in the US with nearly 2.7 million businesses worldwide. But their growing presence in the business world just doesn't reflect the amount of gains that black women are making. They face so many headwinds. And, you know, when this opportunity presented itself in 2018, we actually launched um, Advanced Impact Pathways February of 2019. For me, it was this cataclysmic collision of passion and purpose um, with the great big umbrella of JP Morgan and all of its resources to make it happen. Yeah. Yeah, I'm so glad you shared that personal story with us. And I know a lot of people can probably relate to it. It resonates with so many people. We understand entrepreneurship is very, very difficult, and especially for Black people and particularly for Black women. What do you think, Renee? Yeah, absolutely. And <clears throat> speaking of, um, you talked about disparities when your, your parents were trying to find access to capital. 
if we're going to make some type of inroads with closing the racial gap and entrepreneurship is that kind of key focus area can you talk a little bit about of some of the challenges that um, small black business owners have raised and how is JP Morgan Chase addressing those challenges? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. We really do believe that there is a real opportunity to drive economic growth by investing in black businesses. Black entrepreneurs um, are vital to the health of black communities. Most businesses are in the community and they hire from the community and creating jobs and income is how we build our communities. Um, but, you know, the average black employer firm has under a million in annual revenues compared to 2.5 million in white employer firms. They also have revenues about four times smaller than white owned businesses and are 1.5 times more likely to generate losses. And so even though black entrepreneurial activity has increased by 8% since 2015, a lot of it being black owned businesses run by women, in fact, there is still right. a 16% gap between the rates at which black businesses are able to start versus scale. So, you know, we, we know that black business ownership and in fact, black business owners have about 12 times more wealth than their non-business owning counterparts. That's okay. 12 times more wealth. Um, but the economic barriers of navigating financing, access to capital, credit, discrimination is real. Um, there are knowledge barriers, so just lack of familiarity in running the business, having role models, having networks. Um, and then lastly, just cultural uh, mindsets, uh, lots of self-doubt, just and general um, distrust of financial institutions, which is completely understandable. And um, to that end, what are we doing about it? Well, that's why Chase for Business launched Advancing Black Entrepreneurs, which is a program that offers free tools and advice to help black business owners address the financial challenges of the economic downturn that we've experienced over the last couple of years. Mm -hmm. But also, um, we know that if we can give black business owners equitable access, and that's the key thing here, equitable access to the tools and advice they need to prepare their business for the long term, that's something that will help us scale our businesses and create more jobs in our community. Um, so the program is called Advancing Black Entrepreneurs. All of the resources are available free of charge. And you can, um, I think actually one of the very cool things about this program is that we have partnered with um, five really great nonprofit organizations that really center on black business ownership. So Black mm -hmm. Enterprise, um, the magazine, yeah. the National Urban League, the US Black Chambers, which is the nation's largest network of black owned businesses, uh, the NMSDC, which is the National Minority Supplier Development Council. And in fact, we have a grant program with them where um, any black business owner that wants to be certified as a black owned business can be certified through a JP Morgan grant. And oh, wow. the Boss Network, yes, 
um, the Boss Network, which is a, a network focused just on female entrepreneurs. And you can get all of these resources, again, available free of charge at jpmorganchase.com backslash A-B-E for advanced and black entrepreneurs. I'm so, so Tash, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead right now. <laughs> so, I mean, Tash doesn't know, but I, I've been through that experience with, you know, starting a business and um, needing capital. And so knowing that access to capital can benefit entrepreneurs, uh, sometimes they're afraid to go for the money. Can you talk a little bit about the power of at least having access to capital? Oh, absolutely. Access to capital is critical uh, for scaling your business. And while white entrepreneurs start their businesses with 203% more startup capital than black entrepreneurs. Wow. It's 203%. So when it comes, this is according to a McKinsey study. So when it comes to scaling their businesses, black business owners apply for loans at higher rates, but they ask for, four, they ask for far more or less and are more likely to be denied the full funding. Yes. And a Kaufman study actually showed that given the same exact credentials in the blind study, um, Black-owned business owners were less likely to be approached in branch by uh, bankers and specialists. And so what we really need Black-owned businesses to do is to go to their financial institutions. Don't wait, ask to see a business banker. Ask them to talk you through the loan process and don't wait for them to come to you. Like studies have shown that that would happen. Go to them because right. if all these businesses are being bootstrapped the unintentional consequences of failure is that you're going to take grandma's house, your kid's college fund, your retirement, but investing is best done with other people's money. Everyone That's right. Knows that, absolutely, Everybody right? knows that. Yes. Yes. And if you have 203% more startup capital, that's not their money, but we are using our own money to start businesses. Yes. When that money is lost because 80% of startups fail, that's a write-off. But if it's your money, that's not a write-off. That is cataclysmic for your community and your family. So go to your bank, speak to a banker. In fact, at Chase, we have ring-fenced a group of bankers. They're called Minority Entrepreneur Consultants. All they do is work with minority entrepreneurs because we want to make sure we give you that white glove one-on-one -on -one time that we know through studies minority entrepreneurs often don't get. Listen, so, um, yeah, Tosh, we have to go to commercial break. I am riveted to your conversation, to this information that you're giving. I am so happy that you're giving it to our listeners because they need to know that JP Morgan Chase has this program absolutely free. Tell them one more time the website before we go to break. Yes, it's jpmorganchase.com backslash A-B-E. That's so when for we come back, black entrepreneurs. If you want to type the whole thing out, you can type <laughs> it out, but you just need to do A-B-E. 
when we come back from break, we're going to talk some more about um, these minority entrepreneur consultants. Uh, We're going to talk about, you know, the single best piece of advice that you can give to black small business owners. We have so much to talk about in so little time. So we may have to have you back on the show again. But listen, I want you all to stay tuned. We'll be right back here with information you just can't afford to miss right here on Skin Deep. Spring is the perfect time to add some joy to your wardrobe and find freedom in your style. Zoe and Lowe provides a boutique shopping experience with style coaching and a diverse niche brand selection. Whether trendy, classic, eco-friendly, or Black-owned, we have something for everyone's favorite shopping style. Connect with us on social media at zoeandlow.com for a complimentary style coaching session to guide you through integrating pieces into this season's wardrobe or shop with us at www.zoeandlow.com. Camp Bliss Kids is a nonprofit 501c3 organization that provides wraparound services to children and families who struggle with mental health challenges. Let Camp Bliss Kids nurture and improve the lives of children, families, and communities impacted by mental illness, poverty, substance abuse, and more. Camp Bliss Kids provides campers the opportunity to combine fun with diagnostic and therapeutic services and parents the opportunity to receive training, resources, referrals, and other services. Go to CampBlissKids.com and help eliminate risk factors for families, address their trauma, and build strong communities. That's CampBlissKids.com. They are there for you. And we're back here on Skin Deep on Sirius XM Radio Channel 141 with Tosh Ernest, who is the head of wealth for the Advancing Black Pathways program at J.P. Morgan Chase Bank. If you are a black business owner, you have to listen to this wealth of information that she's giving us. Tosh, thank you so much for being on the show. We can't um, just begin to thank you enough for the information that you're giving to our listeners in terms of being a successful or how to be a successful business owner. We were talking about access to capital. You mentioned um, that there is a minority entrepreneur consultant, or what is that? Is that part of the Advancing Black Pathways or Advancing Black Entrepreneurs program that our listeners would have access to if they enroll in the program? You will have access if you enroll in the program or even if you don't, because you can think of Advancing Black Pathways as the yeast in the bread of JP Morgan Chase. So we work with the business bank and we've worked with the business bank because we know it's intimidating to walk into a big bank and ask for help. And so that's why we've ring-fenced a group of consultants called the Minority Entrepreneur Consultants. And we have them in 13 cities. And their only job, get this, their only job is to help Black, Hispanic, and Latino entrepreneurs access one-on-one coaching, mentorship, and technical assistance. Now, if you don't live in one of the 13 cities, by the way, Atlanta, Akron, Chicago, Detroit, Houston, Dallas, Los Angeles, and New York, and more, it doesn't matter. We still want you to get a banking relationship. Something like 77% of black owned business 
do not have a primary banking relationship with a major bank. Now, if you um if you come and talk to one of our either minority entrepreneurs or any business banker, they can provide you with key advisory services, business development, coaching, financial planning, resources and more. And so um my plea <laughs> to anyone listening to this is we are holding oh, more than 300 educational events, community workshops, business training seminars this year all across the Chase network. Please walk into a bank and talk to a business banker. Wow. I, I mean, it can't away. get any easier than that, huh, Renee? <laughs> oh my goodness, I'm literally blown away by all of the services, and they're free. That is so amazing, right? And yeah. you, you absolutely, you, you just gave some really great advice. Um, what's the single piece of advice that you would offer to a small black business owner to help them prepare for? Um, like future downturns, emergencies, things like the pandemic that happened. What advice would you give? Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, you know, one of my challenges, I have to say, I have, I have a small property management business, and oh. I know that my bookkeeping was not up to snuff. Um, it was good enough for me. It was a side hustle, <laughs> but it wasn't good enough for anyone else. And I'm betting that a lot of people have the same challenges, especially when we think about some of the requirements for accessing the loans that were made available and just regular loans. It's just really good financial record um, expenses, budgeting, and uh, recording. And so. Um, 96% of black owned businesses are sole proprietors. What does mm -hmm. that mean? Did you that say, wait a minute, wait a minute, finances... Tosh. Tosh, did you say 96% mm -hmm. are sole proprietors? 96% wow. of black owned businesses are sole proprietors. Wow, I'm blown away. Okay. Yes. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. I'm sorry for interrupting. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, what that means is that your finances are your business finances. Mm. So one of the biggest, um, you know, pieces of advice I've ever gotten and uh, another reason why it's critical to develop just key financial budgeting, savings, um, rainy day fund, um, just core table stakes skills is because if you are strong financially in your own, you are likely to be part of the 96% that will then have a strong business. So again, if you want to build a relationship with your banker, your banker can help you make sure that your personal finances and your business finances together look good because we like to take a one chase approach to our business owners. Wow, I like that. How did you all get the other organizations involved, like the Boston Network, Black Enterprise, the National Urban League, the U.S. Black Chamber of Commerce, and I think you said MNSDC, if I'm not mistaken. How did you get them to buy in to this um, concept of helping as many um, Black business owners as possible? 
You know, I think that one of the um, one of the key principles that um, I really enjoy about advancing that pathways is our humility. We entered this arena late 2018, kicked off in 2019, and we were humble enough to say that we cannot sit in corporate and organically know what business owners need. It's not the same thing. Like a Fortune 500 company is not run the same way as a mom and pop salt prop. And so one of the first things we did was to conduct um, focus groups, blind studies, um, and just ask black business owners. We also asked Hispanic and white business owners to make sure that we had, you know, some sort of contrast to compare. What do you want from your banks? What What do you need from your banks? What do you want to see from your banks? And so getting that information from black, brown and white owned business owners really helped inform our decision to say, who's already doing this? Who can we partner with? How can we help empower the people who have been doing this? They have the legacy, they've been in these communities for years because we know that there is a challenge with mistrust when it comes yeah. to big banks. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes they've earned it. Yeah. But what yeah. we can't do is to not partner with these enterprises that have been in the community, for the community, championing in the community before black squares on Instagram became a thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> and I think that humility is the key, curiosity is the key. And it was a lot of humility and curiosity and listening. Um, I really think that helped us get these great organizations together in coalition with us um, yeah. to take these resources to every alley and every street and make sure that it's equitable access to black owned business owners to this information, especially if we know that they're unlikely to come to a bank for it. Well, we have only two more minutes to go, Tosh. Um, Renee, this has really gone by really quickly. Yes. Um, we want to find out really quickly if you can share with us some of the other work JP Morgan Chase is doing as it relates to Black economic empowerment. Oh, yes, absolutely. And this is something I am so proud of. But late in 2020, you may have heard about this, JP Morgan made a $30 billion racial equity commitment to advance Black Hispanic and Latino led households, education and businesses. And we are so excited because it covers so many things. For example, home ownership is the world's largest creator of intergenerational wealth transfer. However, today, black people own homes at the same rate as they did in 1917 when it was legal to redline. And so, you know, a lot needs to be done. And 2008 wasn't helpful because about 56% of black American wealth was wiped out in the subprime mortgage crisis. And that was just over a decade yeah. ago. So we are rebuilding. So a lot of that 30 billion is going towards home ownership and innovations in that space to create an on-ramp 
for Black and Latinx people to take that asset and create generational wealth. Uh, I'm going to have to stop you there, Josh. I'm going to have to stop you there. I'm so sorry we're running out of time. Mm -hmm. This is such good information. We are going to have to bring you back on the show to share all that J.P. Morgan Chase is doing um, for the Black community and in the Black community. Uh, I I hate to stop because I know you have so much more you want to tell us. But Renee, we have to go, don't we? We do, but definitely bring her back. Yes. Yes, yes. So listen, that's it for now, folks. I'm your host, Sharon Morton, with my special guest co-host and Black Door Society sister and soror, Miss Renee Butler. Renee, real quick, tell everybody how they can reach you. Wonderful. Thank you, Sharon. You can reach me on Facebook and Instagram at I am Renee Butler. That's R-E-N-A-Y-B-U-T-L-E-R or my website, www.ReneeButler.com. Thank you so much. You're welcome. And we've been talking to a Black woman who is all about sustaining economic success and empowerment in the Black community, Miss Tosh Ernest. Tosh, please tell everyone how they can find out more, again, about the Advancing Black entrepreneurs program yes please come to jpmorganchase.com backslash a b e thank you so much so folks i hope that you take the information we provided today and use it to grow your wealth you can hear this show on sirius xm radio channel 141 on fridays saturdays and sundays as well as on itunes spotify stitcher and all the streaming platforms and hit me up at skindyradioshow at gmail.com or check me out at sharon morton on instagram and facebook thanks again for tuning in on all things that are skin deep